The attic stairs aren't steep, but they're no picnic either, though obviously this woman is fit enough to climb them without breaking a sweat. I usually make it to the top slightly winded myself, but I hold back this time, forcing myself to release air in measured exhalations. I slump onto my bed immediately and watch her mount the last step, twisting on the landing to look at me. Her eyes trail over me and continue onto my nightstand, which is really an old cedar chest with who knows what inside, into my dresser, magazines spilling out from beneath it, and to the clothes strewn across the floor, the stuffed animals on the cushionless wooden rocking chair at the foot of my bed. I keep meaning to shove them in one of those boxes meshed together at the other end of the attic, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. You can move that stuff, I tell her, indicating the rocking chair. If you want to sit. I fill my mouth with a cookie so she can't launch into her questions right away. Miss O'Malis goes to the chair, leans her briefcase against the wall, and sets her clipboard on the bed so she can carefully pick each animal up individually and place it neatly on the mattress, leaning each comfortably against the wall. I'm sure Mr. Blue Bunny and Mrs. Pink Walrus are very much obliged. I chew my cookie and watch her. She doesn't seem at all self-conscious. I'm waiting for her to pat Green Turtle's head or maybe give his chin a nice quick chuck. Finally, she sits down, smooths out her skirt again, and picks up her clipboard. I expect her to push a finger against the bridge of her glasses until I remember she isn't wearing any. Which is a shame, really, because they would suit her quite well, especially with that accent. Impressive collection, she says, eyeing her arrangement. Do you have names for them? Sure, I say. I don't. But she went through a lot of trouble. That one is Sigmund. That's Mary Shelley. The one behind her is David Cassidy. That one's Puck. And the one on the end is Mrs. Lovett. The other three are just numbers in the order I got them. I'm sure she'll have fun psychoanalyzing all those name choices. Even though I don't see the point to it anyway. Like my fate wasn't sealed along with everyone else's long before we were even born. Like I should really believe any of the things she said downstairs. She smiles at my answer. Only a half one. Kind of lazy, but it still crinkles the corners of her eyes. She scribbles something on her clipboard. How long have you lived in the attic? She asks. I shrug and reach behind me to fold my pillow. Kicking my legs, dirty shoes and all, up onto the bed. Mom would love that. I don't know, a year or something. Do you like it better? I rest my head against the folded pillow and stare over my knees at Miss O'Mollis. The final cookie bobs slowly up and down on my stomach. Better than what? It affords quite a bit more privacy, she says. I should think any teenage girl would relish even a modicum of that rarity, in a house with two older brothers. Privacy to do what? If I keep her talking, maybe she'll run over time on this appointment and have to end it short. Maybe she'll realize I'm just being ornery and give up. Oh, I don't know. She swipes a hand breezily through the air, painting a picture. Journal, have your friends over, sleep in silence, think without interruption. Pierce something. We didn't do it here, I say reflexively. The corners of her mouth dimple.
It was only an example. If she were my friend, I'd kick a stuffed animal at her, or call her something I didn't really mean or flick her off. As it is, I avert my eyes from hers and bring my wrist up to my mouth, the one with the bracelet, and nibble at the beads. She still hasn't asked about it. Why can't you tell your mother? My belly laugh nearly topples the cookie off my stomach. She'll freak out? She offers. Sounds like she hasn't used that phrase in probably a decade. I think so, I say. But that's why you did it in the first place, right? When I look at her, she's got that lazy smile on again, and I wish I were close enough to smell her shampoo. Teenage rebellion is taboo, I say.